Welcome to the motherfucking show, motherfuckers. This is out of focus, and we're gonna fuck you up. Um, hey, how's it going? What's up, Shamim? Uh, I'm good, bro. How are you? <laughs> that was a that was a random dude that just grabbed the microphone and said that and run, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know. He said his name was Clarence, and he wanted to bring us in. My name is Clarence, and you can find me in any rack at Old Navy. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> is that is that the quality that we're gonna go with today? We're gonna go we're going that's that's the way. Okay, if you have any material, let me know. What do you have? No, I was just gonna read ingredients off the whole time. <laughs> the I just realized juice. my mic was up really high, sorry. Uh and it's already recording, so I can't change it in the beginning. Oh I'm I'm but I'll I'm, fix I'm, it. I'm, I'm think I heard you the same way as always. But like I don't know if oh. the recording was different. So all right. Um, uh, speaking of that, like start and like having a character called Clarence, that just reminded me. I've been into a new podcast. Yep, this is a mm-hmm. podcast where we're going to talk about other podcasts. Um, hmm. <laughs> I've been I've been into one uh, that's uh, with two comedians. It's called um, Two Bears One Cave, and it's okay. two stand-up comedians. It's uh, Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer. And I, I've been enjoying it very much because it's just silly and stupid and, and fun. And, um, but one of the episodes that I saw, so if you don't know who Burt Kreischer is, he's the stand up, he's got a bunch of Netflix specials. He's always taking his shirt off. He's like a fat middle aged guy that's always performing without his shirt on. And he's kind of a moron. Um, and Tom loves to set him up and let him be a moron, you know, on the show. Um, in a very fun way. And he was saying in one of the episodes, he's like, I want to have a hype man that is British. Okay. His name will be Lyle. And I want him to just be like, well, you know, Bert's an idiot, but hear him out. He's like, I want that kind of hype <laughs> to just be like, I know this is dumb, but just, you know, let him finish his thought. And so uh, then when they posted their very next episode, a bunch of people from the UK sent audio samples of like, and it like interview for a job so hard. Well, no, they sent like, just like drops to use in the podcast. So uh. the audio engineer can do it. So like when Bert starts, he says something, you know, fucking stupid. Like, you know, I did, I take showers by getting into the swimming pool, which is true. By the way, he just gets in his swimming pool to take a shower. Um, uh, he says okay. that, and then when Tom's like, what the fuck? Then they hit the one, whoa, 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 hear him out, hear him out. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just, and I love, I think that's such a funny joke to do in the podcast. So then they were asking Tom, <clears throat> what, who would you want as your hype man? And he's like, oh, and he's like, I want like a black guy from Compton. So then he's got a bu- so then a bunch of black guys send in audio samples of them just being like shut the fuck up Bert <laughs> and stuff like that. Which okay. I, can I, I love can it. I ask for mine? Oh yes. So it, yeah, I was going to ask you if you had a hype man, what kind of hype man do you want? I have an Australian surfer. I do oh. not know why, but the whole surfing slang. Like, it's, it's a whole fucking language. Cause, like, they, like, I, I have some friends that, they're like, they're surfers and they, like, they yeah. hang out, when they hang out with other surfers, 
you can even see it in their face. They just like switch and they go like you see more hands and they go like it looks like they're like dancing like the Macarena, but like with actually Macarenas in their hands and just going and it's just like like brah and like all that, but it's not sarcastic. You know, I, I, I've heard genuine. Yeah, right. I I've heard that so many times in a sarcastic way that it's hard not to like think it as if it's sarcastic. But I I love it, man. It's just like it and it's it makes me be relaxed. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. The Australian accent relaxes it. Why, why do you think it relaxes you? Because it's kind of, it can be a little harsh, right? Well, first of all, I love the word cunt. And the fact that they just drop it like nothing. And it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Um, I'm, I know I shouldn't have said it because we are in the U.S. and this is not Australia. But I love that word. And it, it means so little for foreigns compared to Americans. It's like right. it's so funny how much you cringe. Like you even cringe right now when I did it. Like and you don't even realize that you did, but you did. Like you took like only a, a because little... we're on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, you know that word that Australians say a lot, and I'm not gonna say it because we're in a podcast. And you're not gonna say it until I go and sample it from your audio. <laughs> Wait, actually, and I think I, I said I love the word cunt. So like, kind of like, yeah, it's perfect. And if I didn't, and you just now gave I me did, another so. perfectly clean one. I didn't interrupt at all, so I've got that absolutely. So. Um, I, w- okay, I wanted so to say, Australian. Like, what would what, what be yours? Man. What would be yours? That's a good question. I thought of a few different options because I want to have, like, uh, funny things. I think, like, really, um, like, the really kind of, like, fast talker, aggressive salesman type of, like, an Indian man would be hilarious. <laughs> Kind of like customer service of like HP. You're calling to like. <laughs> yeah. And he just fucking, his words are like a machine gun, that level of fast. Um, or I want to hype woman uh-huh. and I want it specifically to be our mutual friend, Carla. Cause I want the, no, 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 no. I want that. I want nah, that. Nah, like nah. finger waving in the face. No, 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 no. Hear him out. Hear him out. Like I want that. That's perfect. Now with the whole no, 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 no. With Carla, do you know that like it actually started popping up a lot more when she met me? Because what, I, you I, you guys I, arguing? No, because I brought it up as like, a, this is a really Latino thing. And then she realized that like, that she does it and then everyone yeah. started pointing it out and then she like yeah. kind of like owned it and she's like you know yeah. what yeah like and, and i love that i i love that she owned it and she's like she's like oh no 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 like, and for <laughs> any latino that like listens to these you automatically know how the hands move and where the no 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 like signal in your hand will be at like what level closeness to your face will be because it's a yeah. really normal thing between us. She's like, no, 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 I no, love no. it. And you see, like, the whole thing, like, like bagging you, like, in your nose. Uh, so <laughs> see, yeah, I want, I because I think that's great. Because it gets someone, especially, like, Americans, like, you, you, that, like, gets their attention. Like, what the fuck? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Don't yeah, take a step listen back. Listen to him. <laughs> Don't take yeah. a step back. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, but then, like, okay. So now, if it was in Spanish, mm-hmm. what accent would you like it to have? 
That's a good question. I'm gonna have to think about that. You've got? Do you have something? I, up? I I I do, but it's mostly because I love their accent and I just like want to hear it all the time, like Colombian. A Colombian accent. I want yeah. a Colombian a, a Colombian lady, but like one of those like grandmothers slash like like fifty years old mother that with the power of her voice, you know, she has so much authority that it makes you take a step back, even though you're not their son or like daughter or whatever, like you will, like if she says no, you automatically go, whoa, whoa. like, you know, like you take a step back. And you so just, give like, me like a sample line. Like what would she say for you? Well, I, I wouldn't be, be able, I wouldn't be able to say it like with the Colombian accent, but like something like, uh, something like, it would be like, um, okay, chicos, un segundito, escuchémoslo, right? That, the, like the one segundito is like oh, just one second, right? Um, right. But it, it like it comes with so much power because like it's the kind of thing like the mothers will say like when like siblings are fighting or something like that, they'll be yeah. like, okay, 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 like one second, let's let's calm down. But like this, ah, I love it. I want that. That's a good one. You know the I, grandma I, no, from Coco? Like that. Sure, yeah. Like that kind of voice? No, no, no. I mean like the personality, or, you know? The like, personality. Like, well, not oh. even the grandma. The mother, the one that like like throws the chancla to the dog and like asks the kid to go pick up the chancla because like she wants it and like he has to do it. And he just like bolts and goes, picks it up. That kind of authority. Okay, okay. No, that's fair. I, I get that. I get that. I <laughs> I, I can I can see that being a good high person. Um, thinking about it in Spanish, uh, a few options came to mind. Um, if you want one, speed, like you wanted, like with the Indian guy, you'll either have a Dominican or a Cuban guy. That's that's well, I would. It's God damn! It's funny that you ju you jumped the ship on that. One, that uh, <laughs> jumped the shark on that one. That um, I would. The first thing I thought of is like. For the speed, yeah, I want someone from the DR. Like, yeah. just because it's just fucking... No one will understand that. But oh, no. They'll be speaking Especially back. me. And and I, I think I would enjoy that. If they're, like, you know, defending me, but I don't even fucking understand what they're saying. I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and then I, I was also thinking Cuban, because there's something about the Cuban accent where they sound... I heard it described once in a YouTube video that I thought was very funny. It almost sounds like they have put... Um, cotton balls in their mouth when they talk there's this like yeah oh, and and i i love that uh the accent for that also you know if we're going speed i mean puerto rican and that could be yeah, like a yeah, great yeah. like it's, it's, the, it's the islands the islands but like it's kind of funny because it's the islands in spanish because if you think about it any island like the island life kind of thing for like english speakers you you can even like that's the joke like it's like what up bro like kind of like all like slow, yeah. But with the Spanish speakers, it's like all super fast, like DR, Puerto Rico, Cuba, even uh like I don't know like even like um even Haiti. If you think about it, like in French, like the the Creole that they have, the they Creole. speak really fast. I try to understand. Yeah. And just like, I don't even get a single word and I'm like being practicing French. Like when my friend Sev, he speaks in French with his sister or his mother, I can understand, like I'll say about like 30% of what they're saying. I can like, extrapolate what they're talking about, 
with Haitians speaking to each other. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean that is an interesting thing. I've uh, I've a good friend uh, who uh, lives in Texas who um, was actually born. He was born uh, to uh, his parents. One was a native French speaker and the other was English UK. Um, but he grew up and his native uh, language was French. Um, but, you know, grew up in Texas uh, and learned English. And he speaks English with no accent. Like he, he's or just a typical. Um, but he, he finds it very funny that when he visits his mom's family, who um, mostly speak like a version of like creole and he said especially like his cousins that are like teenagers and in their 20s it not only is it like mixed creole and traditional french but then slang mm -hmm. of like kids and he's like i don't i can't even talk to any of them you he's can't. like that's my native language <laughs> i can't even communicate with my family i have no idea what the fuck they're ever talking about that's the beauty. I think like that's the beauty of language in general. It changes so much. Like okay, so uh, I have a a, a friend, uh, an Argentinian friend. I like you remember the story of like the car that got locked and everything. Like oh yeah, yeah. Like so with her and her like her friend, um, like we will hang out like hang out a lot and and then we realize how much like slangs and how much like like the cultural things around language like affect the way you even interact even with like hand movements or like ex facial expressions or like things like like for example in argentina we'll do like things like the um like moving the the um, what is it the like this area of your of your face Fuck, i can't remember the name the your chin your chin you go like point out at things right with your oh, chin yeah. that's a no really normal thing but then, like, when you don't believe someone, you go always, like, you go kind of, like, a little bit of, like, a sideways and kind of, like, I don't believe you. And it's this, like, curvature that you do with your chin movement. And it's kind of, like, ah, they, they even do that. No one else understands it. It's just between, like, some, like, cultural understanding between some Latinos, Right? It's what what is called the 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 South American the the South Cone the Cono Sur, which is like uh -huh. Chile, Uruguay, Argentina, and Paraguay and Bolivia sometimes is involved in that. Like it's a, an yes. expression from that area, right? Or like things like putting your fingers like in a in a little like cuppy kind of thing and like do the movement like the Italians will do when they're like yelling at each other. We got yeah. it from the Italians, but the meaning changed completely in Argentina. Like this means, what do you mean, right? Like that hand movement means, what do you mean, right? <clears throat> and there's like a lot of things that I love. It's it's just amazing about language. I'm I know we talk about language all the time on this podcast, and I think like this is kind of like our main shit. Also, let's talk since we're gonna do it. Let's talk about video games. Uh, well, I I have one interjection yes. that's related. Please do. Uh, about um about the nodding thing i've always noticed this thing and and i'm curious if it's uh mostly american culture but particularly american men so there's there's a discrepancy in between how we nod to other men based on familiarity okay any stranger i might acknowledge 
with a down nod and a smile, like a mm-hmm. a friend up. Yeah, yeah. No, Isn't you're right. You're why? Right. Why the fuck is it down, stranger? Up, friend. I don't it know. It always blew my fucking mind. And I do it all the time, and I see people doing it all the time. And now and I just, you were mentioning it, and I was thinking about it, and you're 100% right. And it's not only here. It's everywhere. Which... Okay, so it's it was like that in Argentina, too? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like like it's kind of like even the smile is different, That, but that's obviously because of familiarity. Like, your smile, your smile will change and everything. Um... But I feel like it's more like kind of like a tip of your hat to a stranger yeah. and uh, yeah. like what's up to your friends. So when you yeah. do the what's up, you kind of like go up, right? What's yeah. up? It's kind of like that's the movement. Uh, and then with the tip of the hat, it's kind of like a sign. It might be a level of respect, you know, to your friends Maybe. you fucking don't respect at all. You just go like, what's up, dude? And then to a yeah. stranger, usually like, especially if it's like you don't know the age or like, who they are, you kind of go like, kind of like lower, kind of like a little bow. Yeah, well, I just, I, I find it just so interesting that like, why does, why does a, a movement, whether it's up or down, show respect or familiarity? It's a, it's, it's one of those weird ones that like, and I think you're right on to like the sort of idea of the tip of the hat or like even the, you know, Eastern customs are like bowing, you know, for people um, that like it, it is much more like respectful in that way as far as culturally understood but i just don't understand why or or how we got to this point that we naturally do it without even thinking about it because you mentioned it and now i'm thinking about it and now from now on i'm going to be thinking about it the whole like my whole life probably Uh, well and now well there's another level too there's also the like super aggressive way when like people want to start a fight and they're doing the like sup 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 that they'll they put their head up it's like they're exposing their chin to be like i'm not even scared hit my chin you know like where normally they protect it a little bit but i think it's an arrogance thing of like putting it out there but that's completely different too i don't know yeah um well so I told you I was going to mention because we don't have any materials about uh, anything this week and we are like that prepared. Uh, hey, I came in with great. Now, actually, I want to turn this on its side. I'm not I'm not done with this gem of a topic that is hype hype men from other cultures. OK, I I'm not there's there's more in this. Well, <clears throat> we got to get out, mm-hmm. which uh, is what about the opposite? Who is the worst hype man? Oh shit! Um, that you're like that you don't want in there, because um, one what an interesting thing about going back to like Bert's ones, the British guys, is that he got two variations that both turned out to be really cool. Um, one was the really like kind of Liverpool Cockney accent of a person of like, Shh, fucking listen to him, you know, like I'm mm-hmm. really bad at accents, mm-hmm. but like that sort of thing. And then he had also someone else with a very sort of posh accent, the sort of Queens English, like, listen, but let's bring it down a little bit. Like, it, and both mm. were really effective, but um, it made me think of like, who would be the worst? Okay. So the worst for me, it would be probably, you know, the, the, I can't even remember the name of the character. In the office, there is 
a character that is like always like kind of like doesn't want to do anything and it's just like oh is he yeah. the, the like fat the, bald guy no 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 that would be a cool guy to to be like hyped by but like it's like like i think like he's a, a, the accountant or something like that he's like oh like oh are you talking about like well there's the accountant kevin but there's also okay, the, but like anyone, are you talking about uh <clears throat> hr toby hr yes yes that guy all right, okay. so that kind of person, but like, I mean in general, like kind of like dead soul kind of person, like just yeah. like I've been working Giving at this up. job my whole life. I don't give a shit about nothing. Like a, a 7-Eleven like counter guy at like 3 a.m., that kind of person will be the worst. No matter who, like uh, like what accent they have, with nothing, nothing, nothing. It's just that attitude of like I'm dead inside. I don't care about life. I'm just here for the money. And the money's not even that good. Uh, that kind of person. Okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. That'll be in English. Uh, in yeah, in English. I I think Canadians. Oh, People because like, you'd be apologizing all the time. Yeah. They, well, they'd go to internet. <laughs> like somebody would be talking shit, and be like you, you just need to shut the fuck up. You don't need to. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's, like trying to interject. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <they're> like, <laughs> no, they're not even gonna get a fucking word in to back me um, up. Okay, and then for or if they're gonna like go and like drop some shit, like really, you know, like pump me up, they're gonna be like, sorry for doing this. You know, I just want to get you all ready. You know, <laughs> like no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and and then for Spanish, I think, um, I don't know if you know about these, but like the the mountain people in in South America, they're that sounds like a phrase that I don't know. That sounds that okay. sounds like a PC nightmare. The mountain people, <laughs> but in general, what I mean is like the Andes kind of culture. It's like a culture of like extreme relax kind of thing. And it's like Peruvians, Peruvians, Bolivians, and like certain areas of Chile will have this vibe, um, and I don't think they hype me up at all. Like they, they all right. wouldn't be able to like make me feel like a decent human being, or like they they wouldn't make me feel anything. It would be kind of like, like they even talk like they're singing, and it's really weird. Like we can. We can ask some friends from those places to like send audios and things. I have some friends over there and I'm sure they won't get offended by this because it's, it's part of the culture. It's not like they're actually proud of their calmness and things like that. So it's like, but I feel like that would be like the worst for me. Just kind of like, you don't even <laughs> like, you're like, just like, oh, like, yeah, like, oh, da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Let me go. <laughs> well, I have mine for Spanish. Yes. Fucking, fucking Spain. Oh, I want to listen them. to those lists. Fuck Como them. Como that. But that's my thing. I don't have Como a problem with the list when they are Spaniards. I told you, I, I have do. issues, big issues with people that try to do that. And they're not Spaniards and they're doing it. And just like... Fucking shut the fuck up. It's like some of my best friends live in Spain and they're like from Spain and I'm okay with them. Like, and like, I actually think that they're like sexy as fuck when they speak. Um, yeah, just when they speak. Not when they're trying to. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. Only when they speak. 
Yeah. Well, see, there we go. All right, the well's empty. I got nothing else. Okay, but now wasn't let's it worth talk about trip? my sweatshirt. We mentioned okay. we mentioned about like the office, the TV show. It might yes. have been on purpose because um, I have a sweatshirt that is from the office. Which, What a sweat segue. Which I brought to work a couple of times already. <laughs> And uh, it's uh, basically Michael saying that's what she said, like, <laughs> and he's like holding it, right? And then on the side it says Dunder Mifflin, like like Mifflin, Mifflin, Mifflin. Uh, like they had the paper company, like the whole thing, right? And it's yeah. um, it's a friend of mine that like she <laughs> she heard me saying this joke like so many times, uh, and then she saw this like sweatshirt and she's like, I have to get it for him. And I fucking love it. I love it. I love every single second of it. I love explaining this joke. I explain to you because, okay, so Spanish speakers, we don't have the exact equivalent. We have variations of it. So it's kind of fun to like explain the joke. And then because it's a joke that once explained, it becomes really funny. You know? Okay. Um... Is somebody uh, baking a cake over there, like the, with a mixer? <laughs> no, I think I don't know what's going on. I think someone's <laughs> vacuuming somewhere, but I can't even figure out where. Uh, whatever. If that's a vacuum, that's a fucking loud vacuum. And it's not even on like the next two rooms, so I don't know. Okay, whatever. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I love this sweatshirt, and I realized that it's like. Com Completely like inappropriate to bring it to work, but they haven't said anything. So, I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't say, say anything bad. It doesn't say anything bad. I know the joke. It's like weird. It's used to turn anything into a sexual innuendo, right? Yes. That's its function. That's, that's its you, function right? Is yeah, I think that's sirens at my house. Jesus. Um, well, we got the we got the trifecta, man. We got like there everything. It is. But right, that's the function of the joke. Is like you could use it on literally anything, and it turns anything into a sexual innuendo. So like, yeah, like, I, and and that's how I explain to my friends. Just like you can say like, oh, like how hard was that? And then like someone's like, that's what she said, right? Right. Um, it's, and and we do have variations, kind of like that's what your sister told me, that's what your mom said, like things like that back home. Which are a lot yeah. more aggressive than that's what she said because she is like such a a neutral being that could be anyone. Um, yeah. But I explained it to a couple of friends back home, and now they're like even like, I mean, it it makes more sense for them because that's not a translatable joke um, unless you understand English, right? So yeah. like you have to understand the innuendo. Like, why is that funny? For it to be it, because it's an implication, right? It's the yes. same thing as the Spanish joke you told me. Oh, the, like, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. Of yes. like the same thing you don't that like that it doesn't. There's why no is that equivalent. funny? Yeah, why is that funny? No why is it sexual? Yeah. yeah, and and it's just like I I I love the concept. Well, jokes are one of the things that I think the moment. You understand jokes is the moment your language skill had reached a new level. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's like the that's like the mountain, right? If you are at the place where you can understand jokes, you're there. 
that's that's all you need. That's like well, I, t- well, I told you already. My three like like lines on where like you have inserted yourself into that language like deep enough. It's uh, when you start counting by yourself in that language. That's one level. Okay. Your brain is already working to a point in where like you feel comfortable using numbers uh, for yourself. Like you're counting money. If you count in English, that means your English like has reached that level, right? Like for me, coming from Spanish to English, when I started counting in English, I was like, why the fuck am I counting in English? Why am I not like counting in Spanish? And then I realized, yeah. okay, so because I feel comfortable. Second, it's when you dream in that language, that yeah. means even your subconscious have gone to that point, right? And yeah. then the third for me is when you when you understand humor slash like movies and TV shows without subtitles, you don't need them anymore, or you just use them as to like not miss certain words, but you have them in the same language, not your own. Yeah. No, yeah, I think those those are good. It's it's interesting because yeah, some of them are can be like just like the dream one is kind of like it can just happen because it's like on your mind uh you don't necessarily need like competency right to to be there but yeah definitely humor humor means competency right like you have to have certain levels to be able to understand things um you said you were given that as a gift and that brings up an interesting topic that i wanted to ask you about Mm -hmm. Is that, uh, so yesterday was my sister's birthday, and tomorrow is uh, the birthday of a very good friend of mine. Uh, and I feel, uh, I think it's really hard for me to think of gifts. And I wanted to ask you, like, how do you think, like, how do you find gifts for people? It's I thought, I'll give you the perfect example. I thought I had a really good one, Mm -hmm. um... For my good, uh, my good friend whose birthday is really soon. We both love the we've we grew up together. We're really old friends. Like, uh, and one of the things like we always loved like we would eat hot wings together, like hot food, hot sauces, stuff like that. We both really like the show Hot Ones. We always like message each other about you know the episodes mm-hmm. or trying the sauces that are on the show and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, that'll be perfect. I'll buy him some interesting, good hot sauces. Yeah. And so I tricked him a little while ago by saying, like, hey, I want to get some new stuff for myself. It's like, pop onto Discord and tell me what's good, you know, because he tries more stuff than me. And so he lifts out, like, a few of them. And as we're talking on the voice chat, I hear bottles clanking. And I'm like what are you doing and he's like oh i'm in my in my cabinet i've got like 20 hot sauces in here i'm just going through them all and i was like fuck like i'm not gonna send a guy you know like a few new bottles out when he's got like 20 in his fucking i'm sure he'd still like it but also it's just like it wouldn't be that even saying like oh i've only opened this like one time i've tried it once you know because he's got 20 so it takes him forever to go through i was like son of a bitch Okay, so it's really tricky because for me, like, first of all, I hate gift giving in general because of this stress that we're talking about. The stress of thinking about what to give, it drives me insane. Second, 
I hate gift giving in special days. I like it to be random out of nowhere, like I'll buy you something because I heard you saying you will like it, right? For example, this sweatshirt that I got was not for my birthday, it was not for anything. Like this person saw it, they thought about me, they got it, they gave it to me. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. I, for the same person, um, mentioned the fact that like, uh, like she was like running out of memory on her phone and her computer was about to die. And she was like worried about like losing photos and things like that. And as a photographer that like hit a core and I was just like, I need to do something about it. So for her birthday, I got her, uh, external hard drive to like copy her photos so she can have a backup. Right. Okay. Nice. That's kind of how I do it. I interact with people and that's why I don't give like to random people because I need to, I, it needs to be special. It has to be something that I heard once that you mentioned casually that you want it, but you wouldn't want to spend the money on it. You know what I mean? It's that kind yeah. of like feeling. That's what I do. Like, for example, um, let's say someone that is big into drinking whiskey, um, but will never buy one of those like, ice press kind of thing because they're like expensive uh or like because they they like it but they're not gonna spend their own money on it that's the kind of thing like you'll give them and i gave you a big idea for someone that drinks like if, if you guys thinking about that like you know um but in right. general like that's kind of like the way i do like you just like think about something that me myself would not have bought for myself because it was yeah. kind of like, oh, like it's an expense that I don't want to do or like I have other priorities before that. I just tackle one of like the lower priorities kind of thing for that person for them. That's true. Yeah, I I'll, I will tell you that, like, at least for him, I ended up just getting him like a gift card to an electronics store because he's building a computer. Mm -hmm. It was like, here, I'll buy a component of your com but I don't you know it's like I don't know which one he wants or whatever so it's just like you get what you want and I'll help you get it but yeah no I see what you see I think the only the the best example I have of that I think it's really hard for me to think and find those kind of moments but I did have one like a month ago where um uh so my grandmother is you know locked in her house in Utah right and can't leave doesn't have you know family over she's working from home she can't uh and she would always have like people over um uh, and doing stuff so uh it was really interesting that like uh and she always like she her house like many grandmothers is uh absolutely covered in photos mm -hmm. right she has photos of all her grandchildren her kids or all this stuff um and I, I just heard an ad on one of my podcasts for it's one of those like digital frames, mm -hmm. but instead of like putting a memory card in it, it has an email address. And you can send the pictures and they'll pop yeah. into the. You yeah. send the pictures, you attach them to the email, you send it, and within a minute, boom, it's on her thing there. And I was thinking, like, we're so far away in New York and stuff like that. Wouldn't she love, like, we could just do. And, and she can give the email address to everyone in the family right and we can't go over and visit and see her such an issue just, 
Well, yeah, of course. You don't want to, like, give that to him. But of, of, like, my family, you know, sending pictures to my grandma, yeah. Like, so that's what we were doing. So, like, it, when if Chelsea and I are doing something together at home or have, like, a funny thing, we'll take a picture of it and send it to her. And, and it pops up in her living room. And so it's like she has something to look forward to in her house because yeah. she can't leave her house. It's kind um, of like old people Snapchat. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's old people Snapchat, but that she keeps the, they stay on a slideshow. Yeah. So she can like remember them. Um, but that's the best example I have. But yeah, like that's such a hard thing, I think, to, at least for me, maybe it's easier for other people. I mean, it's uh, gift giving is a pain in the neck. I think that that's why, like, like the seasonal stress of like Christmas and everything, and everyone like freaking out about buying things. It's so dumb because at the end of the day, it's just a money exchange. Like, I'm giving yeah. you a certain amount of money based on a product, and you are giving me a certain amount of money based on another product, and it kind of like becomes like a, this whole thing about like I love you more because I spend more money on you. And it's really like that really bothers me. So I'm not I'm not big into like those kind of things. Uh, but if anyone wants to give me anything, the Oculus uh, Oculus Two. Oh my god! <laughs> I tried it actually. Zach is right by me here playing with it, and it's just it's so amazing. Um, which brings me to a question: Do you yeah. believe anytime soon? We're gonna be living our life the way the Ready Player One people live, just like more virtually than in this world. Oh, kind of like the the Wally thing. Yeah, like connected to like... to the virtual world more than anything. Then, I mean, this whole—I mean, the pandemic thing definitely escalated that, right? Where like, oh, I pushed I'm... it definitely, yeah. Yeah, like like I mentioned in some other episodes, like the, like I'm hanging out. I find myself sometimes when I'm bored, just like hanging out in VR chat, just to talk to people, right? Just to like have conversations. I mean, I'm doing it in, to practice my Spanish, but yeah. Or like I'll see more frequently, like the Discord server that I have for my friends, isn't huge, but there's a fair amount of people that hang out there but the thing is most of them are either friends or they're friends of my friends mm -hmm. right that there isn't too much of like beyond that scope which yes. is nice because then it starts getting really big and crazy but uh i'm noticing that at times i'll open up discord and i'll see someone just sitting in a room by themselves like they're basically like saying like hey does anyone want to hang out i'm here like, and, and now actually, since I've seen more people doing that, I've done it a little bit, especially in the last week If like, I'm bored, but like, I don't have a direct invitation of like, that I, do you want to play this or play that to certain people? I'll just like go and hang out there. And then sometimes, you know, people pop in and we'll chat and hang out, but maybe like, maybe that's what, and then as more people, as VR becomes cheaper and more accessible. I mean, it's crazy cheap already. Like, if you think about it, like, the... Well, comparatively, yeah. Yeah, but like... I still don't think it's, like, quite at... It's going to be in most households. Like, it's cheaper I think it than a PlayStation. A little... Well, now, just barely, though, right? But PlayStations have 
like been around at a around the same price point. Obvi- it goes up, you know, obviously as inflation goes up, but as far as like the cost per household at the time, it's been about the same for like the past 15-20 years. Yeah. So I think it's it's going to be the same thing that now VR sets are at an a quote unquote affordable price. Yeah. But it's only been like that for like a year or two. But also they haven't been around for that long, so it's definitely exponential growth on their like on their side of like affordability. Like they they just yes. like I think in like the next six months to a year we're gonna have it super affordable and several different options. Like not only I hope one. so. Yeah, because I really want one, motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean Patreon money, anyone? Yeah. Record ourselves like playing video games. I swear we're not gonna use it for porn live. At least we're not gonna record ourselves doing it <laughs> in the privacy of our own bedrooms. Um, no, no, it's true. I I do really want one. And that uh, you know, since we're already sliding back into video game land, um, I said I uh, I had bought that EA pass to try out Squadrons. Okay. Um, I'm in, man. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy the game. I'm going to play Squadrons. If any of you want to play with us, so far there's only two of us that play, um, me and one of my other friends. But damn, it's fun. It is on VR, which I wish I could play in VR. Dude, spaceship battles in VR? Fucking insane. That would be so much fun. So the Um, new computer that I got is going to be VR ready? Yeah. Oh, shit. No. I shouldn't so, spend so play, more money. Play squadrons with us. Um, and then so, but here's a funny thing. I remembered. I went. Oh, I'm paying for this month that five dollar subscription. I was doing it just to get access to that demo. But I went. Oh, I should go and really look at the games in the library that mm-hmm. I get with this subscription. And I found on there a game I was super hyped up about when it came out in like 2017. Um, this, a different Star Wars game, Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. I was, I was I so it. excited for it, uh, cause I saw that when the trailer came out, my mind was blown. I was like, holy fuck, this is the Star Wars game I wanted. And then, as always, I never buy things right away, and I kind of watch to see if it's gonna be worth the $60. Yeah. And it w- didn't seem like it was. Like, it seems like it's another, like, e- fuck you, EA, uh, they ruin everything. Yeah. But, but you got to try it for free. But I get to try it for that $5 that I've already paid for. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing it. And it's it's the perfect example of that. Of it's worth If the $5. I spent $60 on it, I would have been pissed. Yep. That game is glitchy as fuck. Um, but to play it for $5, I don't give a shit. That's fine. Because then I think about it like an indie game. If I pay $5 for an indie game, I don't give a shit if it's buggy. I go, yeah. it's an indie game. The tricky part is like you're not paying $5. You're paying $5 per month. Well, I know, but I'm canceling it after a month. So I'm just going to play for it uh, here right Bless now. Bless you, Chelsea. <laughs> hey, we're trying to make a professional show over here. Sorry. We're talking about Star Wars games, okay? That's what the people want. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who the people <laughs> is, but... <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, like it's, it is the example that the one thing that's blowing my mind and I was, um, 
because you know how you can stream on Discord? Yes. So I was doing that while I was playing Battlefront the other day. The example, I was hanging out on Discord by myself, because I, and I was just playing Battlefront while I was hanging out in the single-player mode. So I was like, I'll turn on the stream. And uh, while I was playing, one or two of my friends popped in that they were kind of like doing other stuff, but they're like, oh, I want to see the game. So they were watching me play. And one of the... One of the bugs that was crazy was that every time I killed stormtroopers, if I turned the camera away and came back to them, like ragdoll physics would kick on and their bodies would just like flop. (laughs) So this happened one time where like, and Chelsea was watching me too. I killed like 20 stormtroopers and I turned around and 20 of their bodies are floating in the air. And I thought it was a cut scene of like a Jedi or a Sith were coming. You know, because it was like all their bodies were like force floating. And I was like, oh, shit, who do I have to fight? Who do I have to fight? And then I realized like, oh, it's just a bug. There's just bodies fucking flying through the air as they're already dead. That sucks. And and that's one of the things like with EA, I always loved their uh, sports games. Like that line of EA is always really good. And that includes the racing games. Like, well. Not anymore. They they fucking copy and pasted for this year uh, everything. And what's up with the bullshit there now? Like, they have full ads in the games. Like, I was seeing that for, like, isn't, like, the MMA game and I think it's the basketball game. They have full ads in their fucking... Fuck you forever. Well, it's... Okay, so it's it's such a fine line between... The trying to make it as real as possible and make some money. So I I don't blame them. Like they are like what I do blame them is that they still keep the price of the game at like sixty dollars. Like yeah. if you can, if you're gonna fill it up with ads, at least drop the price because I know you're making money for those ads. So like oh yeah, it's a license, right? They're they're selling advertising space. I mean, why don't you do it the way Fortnite does it? Okay, you're going to advertise shit, make it for free. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. you I play mean, 2K11, like 2K21, whatever, like NBA. You, like, okay, you're going to have, like, you could buy the game for, like, $40 and have no ads, or you can get the free one, and then you're going to have it as if it's a streaming from, like, a NBA game where you're going to get ads in between. Boom. Like a whole subscription. They, yeah. Well, well, that was the best argument that I saw against them is that somebody wrote, like, you're paying $60 for a mobile game that has ads. Like, because that's what mobile games are. They're usually free, and then yeah. they have ads, yeah. right? But you're paying $60 for it, so they can suck all of the cocks. Every single one. Yeah. I mean, and, and also as a company, they're not, like, the best company out there, so... I mean, we all know the issues that they had. We all know, like, all the gamers that out there know that, like, they had some, like, massive issues with, like, the crates and everything. Everything that they make, it's kind of weird. The gambling. The gambling thing. It, it's, just, it's just weird. Which, by the way, brings me to the fact that this month on PlayStation Plus, you get yes. not two, but four games for free. I haven't looked at these yet. What do we get? And uh, you, you, like, I mean... You get like vampire. I don't know how to how to like say it because it's with a Y. It's vampire. 
it's like kind of like a GTA, but like with vampires. Um, Where is the Y in that word? It's V A P Y R. We'd probably still just call it vampire. Vampire? That's weird. Yeah. Um, and then you get Need for Speed Payback. Okay. Oh, we. And then you already got, I oh, think, funny. like, uh, Street Fighter V and something else. So it's like, it's like a bunch of games. I don't know why they're doing so many. I feel like it's just like getting everyone ready to like being fucked in the butt when they release PlayStation 5 and they raise the price of PS Plus. Cause that's yeah. 100% gonna happen. Um, so yeah, I mean, enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy the way you can. <laughs> yeah. Before um, we all get fucked in the mud. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, I thought I had something to follow up that afterwards, but just to be honest, uh, so I just came off of that week off at, like, the beginning of the month, but I am already, like, burned the hell out. I had a, I've had a hell of a week. And tomorrow is extra long. After I finish work, I am teaching a two-hour online conference. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. But I do have something to look forward to. Um, tomorrow night, after I finish yeah, that, um, my wife bought tickets to a Billie Eilish live stream concert. Oh, shit. So Us? I was like, oh, so that's on, yeah, that's Saturday night. And I was like, that'll, that'll be fun, at least to like do something a little different like that. Yeah. And see someone that like, I guess, I guess I would go to her concert, but it, oh, it probably wouldn't be the, the top of my list though. I, I wouldn't, I don't think I would go, like, it'd be one I'd be searching out of like, when is she coming to town? But if, I think I'd go, yeah. So, As of um, right so now, she's could, on my top 10, I'll say. Oh, I look at you. really enjoy her voice. I really enjoy her backstory on her music and yeah. the fact that she works with her brother and it's produced as a family thing makes it even more interesting. Like, I don't know if you, if you haven't seen, you should check the carpool karaoke with her. Um, I did watch it. My, my wife is very into her. So I've seen a lot of stuff. So good. And I just, um, like, the whole thing right now that is happening with, like, trying to body shame her and how she's handling it, it's just beautiful. It's just, ugh. I love her. She's the perfect person for stuff like that because of sort of that, like, she's kind of got that, like, a little bit of that old school, like, punk attitude of fuck you, yeah. um, which which works for that, you know? Um, but, yeah, I'm very excited to see her quote-unquote live. Um I do have to say, you know, you mentioned she's producing just like the co-writing with her brother. Mm-hmm. Her brother is a monster. I know. And, uh, of a musician. Like, and his voice is also really fucking good. Yeah. But I mean, like his compositional editing and recording skills. He's insane. Yeah. He is insane. I, I am. A, I'm a big fan of that guy. So one of the things that um, I'll say another like, slam <laughs> with, with her, what, what what happens to me is like I really enjoy the, the message that she has and everything. And then I heard something. If I'm not wrong, it was on the podcast that we both listened to, um, and 
it was um it was this they were mentioning about how like music has reached a point in where musicians can trust the equipment without having to raise their voice without having to like making them like their throat work for them they can trust the 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 microphones and the speakers and the things to a certain to a, to a new level yeah. that they couldn't before and that's what Billie Eilish represents for me like like the way i see it like i totally agree with that like she trusts that equipment that she knows she can like barely talk and it still will be heard and even if it's a concert with thousands and thousands of people the speakers are still gonna pick up what she said. The microphone's still gonna work that way, and then she can do these kind of like melodies and things that you couldn't do ten years ago. You like equipment wasn't ready for it, so she is the kind of musician that modern technology wants. Yeah, because like for for her style of singing, you need to make it sound great. You, I, they could do that in a studio still like 40 years ago, but live music, it is really hard because you need a microphone basically like this that I'm mm -hmm. talking through because it's incredibly sensitive, right? You need something very delicate and sensitive to pick up the subtleties of like the, her, her style. But when you're live, you can't use something like this because it just feeds back. Absolutely. Like it's too sensitive for live performance, but yeah. It's and cool. you need you need a really good person on your like sound mastering for a concert and for your like like recording also, because like yeah, yeah on a recording you can control the environment but like you also have to be able to trust the equipment to a new level. It's just yeah. it's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm very much looking forward to. Um, to doing that because I've only done um, this will be my second sort of like live streamed I guess kind of bigger show I don't even know if did I talk about it on here that I saw you a virtual the, magic show you did the, I know it but I don't think you talk about it you did uh, Piff the Magic Dragon right yeah yeah I saw a virtual it was it was on zoom hilarious and and so much fun and so I'm excited to see how they, like, utilize. Because, you know, like, I've been getting a lot of things, like, even what I'm teaching at a conference tomorrow, I'm presenting on, like, in my profession, how to uh, be, like, in an, at an advanced level when working over video uh, instead of in person. So... Um, I'm really excited to see when I'm seeing stuff like this, how people are capitalizing on doing virtual things mm -hmm. rather than just focusing on or just sort of doing whatever they can to like make it work. I'm, I'm really fascinated in the people who are going beyond making it work, but making it better, like that I can do things virtually that I can't do when we're in person and so i'm going to exploit those to make it even better yeah like i could block your whole viewing of myself by for like one second by just moving one finger close to the camera and like doing that kind of thing as like part of your trick or something like that like yeah yeah or or with music and performance and all of that stuff like there's just so much to do like like even talking about my job like because i can do so many things 
through digital music and uh, digital instruments. Mm-hmm. I have probably over a thousand instruments on my computer. Yeah. Where if I'm in the room, I might have 10. Yeah. And if it's in person, you can do whatever you have physically, but like digitally, yeah. you can generate a lot more. Yeah. I have crazy shit and I have audio effects and vocal effects and a ton of stuff that like I can't really do as much live um so that's when i when i'm seeing like artists and performers and things like that working over this medium that's what's really interesting to me is to like see who's doing really cool stuff like i mentioned that to start out the show i was talking about those comedians tom segura and um burt kreischer burt kreischer was the first person that i know of that when the quarantine started after a few months he was the first person i think to go and start doing he went back on tour but was doing drive-ins okay as a stand-up comedian like he'd go to a drive-in theater where they have all the things set up you know and they broadcast through oh and ra- they just like radio. do it there like through yeah the radio. so people stay in their car That's and so go cool. to a comedy show And so, like, and now there's a bunch of other comedians and musicians are doing that, too, like going in and doing concerts and drive-ins because they can do that and and be safe doing it that way. Um, See, like, something like that is, like, fascinating. Like, oh, how did you find a way to, like, do this in a different way? I have one thing related to that, actually, that we used to do even before pandemic back in Argentina. There was this competition it was a car audio system competition that we'll have back home. There was a bunch of cars will go kind of like uh, Fast and Furious styles, go into one spot and then just compete on quality of audio with their sound systems or like uh, like the amount of bass that they had. Like all of these things that you see in movies about like cars being like pop into like the like the trunks and they have like these massive sound systems and things, they happened, right? Um, and one of the coolest thing that they had was at the end of the competition, all the cars will be in the same parking lot slash like some places will be like a big um, like tourist resort um, by the river or something, something usually far from the city because you want to be loud. Um, and then they'll bring a DJ. And what they would do is the DJ will be in like the main stage and they the dj will generate a a radio signal which all the cars will sync to and then they wouldn't bring any speakers to the system the cars in the competition will be the speakers so that's like kind of like a really cool thing okay uh so like you'll have like all the cars like kind of like making a like a big like circle around a big area where people will have like their drinks there and everything and that will be like the dance floor kind of thing and then every single one of the cars were the speakers wow and it's so cool it's actually one of the best experiences that i had in my life um because it's like kind of shows like unity like between the guys like no one will switch and play their own music and if they do there is a system to like kind of like they like point it out with the laser beam like to the car and ask like to please go to like the signal and thing because every now and then like when they're drunk and it's like 
close to 6 a.m. and like super drunk. They're being they're like, assholes. Yeah, yeah, they're being assholes and things like that. Uh, but it's such a cool concept as like a thing that could still happen nowadays. Just like you go to a concert with your own car and just sync to whatever music it's play- being played live, which is not going to be the same experience. But um, at least it's like one of the options it could be or something like that. I don't know how it's going to be in the future. I think we're going to be living with this thing for a long time. So we're going to start getting used to it and like doing more things on that way. But. Well, yeah. And, and, and especially some things like, um, like, for example, like going to a drive-in theater to see a stand-up. I would absolutely do that. I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, I will, yeah, I will even do it after the pandemic is done. Like, it's kind of like the same way the drive, like, driving, like, cinemas are, like, a thing that I will want to do either ways. Yeah. These kind of things, yeah. Because they're, they're a fun, it's it's a very, like, different and unique experience and and is fun on, our, on your own. Um, nice. Well, I just wanted to, uh, before we go, reiterate um, that applications are open. Uh, for to be our hype men, please uh, submit your audio Absolutely. Uh, to show at Gmail, show on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, whatever you want, because we need we need it. Come on, and we need drops. We actually do need drops, so like more things to use. And like if people, if you just want to say random shit that we can use, don't be don't be ridiculous. Um, just yeah, just send it to us. We need quality stuff. Bring him a savage woman. can only imagine you walk into someone's room and they have the VR on, headphones on, like fully masturbating, and you just look at them like, hmm, should I join? Should I not? Hmm, what are they watching? That was the fucking show!